0: Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy. And in today's video, I'm going to be talking about late round league winners for fantasy football in 2020. Now, every year in fantasy football, we have these players that you can find late in your draft that completely take your team to that next level to contend and win that fantasy football championship. Now, obviously, last season, it was guys like Mark Andrews, guys like Lamar Jackson that you could find super late in your draft that ended up punching you the ticket to win that championship that were kind of unknown. Not really unknown, but kind of guys that weren't on too many people's radar. In 2018, it was guys like Patrick Mahomes you could find super late again and had that amazing season after Alex Smith ended up leaving the team. These are the kind of guys that you are going to be trying to find the replica of in 2020. I think I got a couple of guys in today's video that I'm going to be talking about that I personally believe are going to be late round league winners for fantasy football in 2020. Now, before I get into the late round league winners for fantasy football in 2020, I'd like to ask you guys to please go down below and click that subscribe button. It's free. And I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship today is going to be this is the first video of the day there's going to be multiple other videos coming out today maybe one or two more as well as while you're down there check out my patreon patreon.com slash notorious fantasy has all of my rankings and all the stuff to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship but without further ado let's get right into it late round league winners for fantasy football in 2020 first guy i want to talk about today is damian harris running back of the new england deflatriates who has been rising up draft boards rapidly at the current moment ffpc adp 120 Point eighty seven, five foot 216 pounds out of Alabama, twenty-three point six years old. Last season was his rookie year, but he did not really play all that much, which is what we are going to get into in the next couple of minutes. 45740 yard dash, 56th percentile, 60th percentile speed score, 75th percentile burst score, and a 20th percentile bench press. Now, Damien Harris was only a pick inside of the third round of the 2019 or 2018 NFL draft, but that does not really worry me all that much considering Bill Belichick doesn't give a single fuck what round you were picked in. He has guys that play wide receiver for him that are some random-ass lacrosse players. So Damian Harris has nothing to worry about, especially if he is playing well in practice. And that is exactly what Damian Harris has been doing. Reports out of training camp have been that Damian Harris is hitting their defense with the 1-2 Floyd fucking Mayweather. They have, he has been dominating in every facet of... Of the game says Patriots run, or Patriots running back has stood out in every fast, including route running and pass blocking. He looks comfortable in his route tree. He is going to be a guy that has really risen up the draft boards. He was really going undrafted and was kind of just a guy that was a late round flyer. That hey, you take later in the draft, maybe he becomes that running back one for the uh, Patriots because last season a lot of people believed that was possible as well. But Sony Michelle ended up staying healthy and Damian Harris just didn't seem ready. So Bill Belichick just didn't fucking play him. But now with Lamar Miller. Maybe missing time. Lamar Miller didn't look, seem like he's going to be practicing all that much. Sody Michelle probably going to land on the PUP, physically unable to participate, which means that he is going to be missing times. So it seems like Damian Harris might be a humongous target in Fantasy League super l- late in your draft, maybe in like the, the last round before you pick your kicker and defense. I think the highest he could even go is probably into the 10th round, since not many people know who Damian Harris was since the guy went to Alabama, but he wasn't the premier guy when he was in Alabama, Josh Jacobs actually was. So Damian Harris is a very low-key name and a guy that is going to be very, very helpful for your 2020 fantasy football team, especially with guys like Lamar Miller, like I said, and Sony Michelle likely probably missing time to start the season and the reports out of camp every single day are that Damian Harris is looking better and better for that team, both in the pass-catching game as well as in the rushing game. But I don't expect Damian Harris, if he becomes the starter like I think he could, to really have a lot of pass-catching opportunities considering James White really dominates in that facet of the game. Looking at his stats, right now, coming off the board, running back number 55, pick 188, round 16. Now, I do expect that to rise slightly. I drafted him a couple of days ago in one of my real drafts with my friends, one of my at-home leagues. I drafted him like the 12th or 13th round, so I am high on him, so I made sure that I went ahead and got my guy, Damian Harris. Now, last year, he only played one game last season, so I figured, why not even show his fucking stats? He didn't really do jack-of-all-shit, but he was very productive in college, and I think that given the right opportunity here in New England, he could be very, very good for your fantasy team super late in the draft. Now, obviously, Damian Harris isn't necessarily going to get some type of workhorse role due to the fact that they do run kind of a running back by committee, but with the amount of injuries to the team, it seems like Damian Harris could really suffice as being the number one guy in touches in the New England Patriots offense. In 2018 at Alabama, obviously, like I stated, with Josh Jacobs, so he was not the premier back on that offense and still played very well. 15 games, 150 rushing attempts, 876 rushing yards, which is 5.8 yards per carry. That is an important number to note because I think anything above 5 Shows that you are a pretty productive college runner. If it was underneath five, I would say this guy's probably just a joke and not going to do anything in the NFL level. Nine total tutties, 22 receptions on 23 targets, 204 receiving yards, and only a 5.30% target share in that offense. Josh Jacobs' target share was obviously much higher, considering he was the lead back of the team. So not getting too many touches and doing a lot with it shows that Damian Harris could be very productive in New England, but I believe he will be getting a lot more touches there than he would have in Alabama, given Sony Michelle and Lamar Miller's Still miss time to start the year if Sony Michelle or Lamar Miller are healthy and they start the season I think the Damian Harris train gets fucking derailed but as of right now Damian Harris is definitely worth that late round pick. Next guy to talk about on the board here is tight end Hayden Hurst of the Atlanta Falcons now I understand Hayden Hurst right now FFPC ADP is 74.2 FFPC is high stakes fantasy football leagues ADP is the average draft position the 74th player off the board but let me tell you unless you're drafting with a bunch of sharp motherfuckers Hayden Hurst just falls far later due to the fact that not many people know who he is obviously formerly of the um baltimore ravens now he's an atlanta falcon getting traded over there after they ended up shipping off mr austin hoop god to the cleveland browns six foot five 250 pounds former first round pick 27 years old out of south carolina go cox hayden hurst has a 4.67 40 yard dash ranking 80th percentile at the tight end position 81st speed score 42nd burst score 52nd agility score and a 45th percentile catch radius. Now, if we look at last year, we can see that Hayden Hurst wasn't really all that productive of a tight end, finishing as tight end number 34 in 2019 and playing in 16 games, but hey, those numbers don't really scare me because he was the tight end 2 on the team behind Mr. Maki Mock Andrews. Obviously, you're not going to be super productive when you have one of the great tight ends in the NFL on your team. Now, I'm not saying Mark Andrews is like the greatest to ever fucking play the game, but he looks like a top 5 tight end in the NFL. Right now, coming off the board is tight end number 13, pick 110, and is a 10th round pick in most leagues these are average draft position from ESPN so that's your standard league not FFPC where the people are drafting for high money and know their shit 40 targets 2.5 per game 36 at tight end 30 receptions 35th the tight end and two total touchdowns but what I want to look at is what happened in Atlanta last year with their number one tight end and that is Austin Hooper last season of the Atlanta Falcons in 13 games he finished as the number six tight end on the year he missed three games and still had 97 targets 7.5 per game ranking sixth at tight end That is due to the fact that the Atlanta Falcons last year were number one in pass plays ran per game, which is obviously going to elevate the point total of your starting tight ends as well as wide receivers. Now, obviously, Austin Hooper is gone, so Hayden Hurst slips right into that role. Dirk Cutter, the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons, hates running the ball, and he loves throwing the ball to the tight end. So I believe that Hayden Hurst is going to slot right in there with Dirk Cutter and be a goddamn beast. Hooper last year, 75 receptions, 5th at tight end, 787 receiving yards, 6th at tight end, and 6 total touchdowns, 4th at tight end. Imagine Hayden Hurst plays 16 games. Now, I know you might think, oh, maybe Hayden Hurst isn't as good as Austin Hooper. Even if that is true, and he is not catching 75 receptions on 97 targets, what if he only catches like 65? He's still a top 10 tight end because of how much the ball is going to be thrown Hayden Hurst's way. Personally, I believe Hayden Hurst is a top 5 tight end, and going inside the 10th round, that is just a fucking steal in the draft, so I love Hayden Hurst. He's an instant slam on the draft button every time I see him in like the 8th, 9th, or 10th round, but since he's going to like the 10th, 11th round of a lot of leagues, I think that he is considered to be one of those late round guys that you can punch your ticket on and be a complete and utter... league winner. So next guy to talk about here is running back Zachary Moss of the Buffalo Bills. FFPC ADP 96.11, but like I said, those guys are a little sharp. On ESPN, the ADP is much lower. 5'9", 223 pounds. Now the guy has the sad Jordan face on, the crying Jordan face, because during his combine, he ended up fucking breaking his pussy or something, and not being able to run during, and he ran slow as fuck. Everyone expected him to be much faster. The guy is much faster than his workout metrics. His workout metrics are absolutely atrocious. He went in the third round out of Utah, 22.7 years old, obviously a rookie in the NFL, 4.65 40 yard dash, which is fucking atrocious, 31st percentile, 46th percentile speed score, doesn't have a burst or agility score, and a 42nd percentile bench press. Now, we can look at why I like Zach Moss so much. Now, there was a zillion reports that I saw throw up onto my screen on Roto World. That's where a lot of the beat reports come on to, where you can see how good guys have been in training camp. I highly actually uh, I advise you guys check a look at that every single day it really helps you those other apps that also show these things as well Same thing with Twitter the Athletics Joe's Busagla I don't know how to say his name believes that the, perhaps the impact Zach Moss can have this season has been undersold Moss has been Legitimately be playing so well in the pass catching game in the rushing game. This guy is Excelling before Devin Singletary Devin Singletary fumbled and was not looking too hot and Zach Moss was Absolutely giving the defense the one 2 Mayweather hitting him with the back shots hitting him from behind sl- slapping him straight in the ass, and telling him, get the fuck out of here, Devin Singletary, because it is the Zach Moss show. Now, I'm not saying Zach Moss is going to start above Devin Singletary. I personally believe the split is going to be a 55% to Devin Singletary, to 45% to Zach Moss, but honestly, if Singletary was to get hurt one freak accident away from Zach Moss potentially being a top 12 running back, considering there's not really that many backs behind Zach Moss that really scare me at all. And the fact that Zach Moss is this cheap to me makes no sense considering he seems like out of camp that he can both run the ball as well as be dominant inside of the pass-catching game. He's been murdering guys in camp, just absolutely hitting them with the stiff arm into the ground. ADP running back number 42 off the board. Pick 118, round numero 10 in drafts right now. And I really don't expect that to rise all that much. Until maybe the highest he might end up going is like the eighth round, but we're already in like draft season and he has not moved past the 10th round. 2019 at Utah, he played 13 games, 235 carries for 1,416 rushing yards, six yards per carry. Again, another running back that in college surpassed that five yards per carry mark. That I look at 28 receptions on 29 targets. The guy has great hands, 388 receiving yards, 17 total fucking touchdowns on a 9% target share in that Utah offense. Zach Moss was absolutely dominant in the college level, and I think we could see him really take up and call carve out a nice role in this Buffalo Bills offense. So next guy to take a look at here, just kidding, there's even more stats for Zach Moss, even more big facts for your head top. Shout out to Nick Urcolano. Splits for 2019 for the Buffalo Bills offense. Devin Singletary had 540 snaps, 49.5% of snaps. Frank Gore had 381 uh, snaps, 35.9% of the snaps. So obviously we saw the rookie surpass old man Frank Gore last season in snaps. But don't be surprised when another great offensive weapon takes over old man Frank Gore's role that he could be very dangerous and I think that Zach Moss is a very dangerous athlete for this team and could potentially become that running back one like I said if one thing happens to Devin Singletary and even without Devin Singletary being hurt I think Zach Moss is still a guy that in deeper leaks you can throw into your flex and against certain matchups this guy is going to be really dominant due to the fact that he is going to be scoring a bunch of touchdowns every couple of weeks I really believe that this guy's a big bodied boy and is going to be good in 2020 next guy to talk about here is wide receiver Nikhil Harry of the New England Deflatriates. Nikhil Harry's stats are going to be brought to you guys by my friends and my sponsor over at Manscaped.com. Have you guys ever wanted to get that nice, clean shave on your nuts, making them look the family jewels, look pristine, look A1, like drafting Christian McCaffrey in PPR leagues, just looking completely beautiful? Do you ever think that your balls might smell a bit weird? That these motherfuckers at, at Manscaped have ball toner as well as ball deodorant. I have never seen an invention like this, and let me tell you, it smells quite good. So make sure you guys check out Manscaped.com. Use code NOTORIOUS at checkout for 20% off as well as free shipping. So make sure you guys check out Manscaped. So now back into Mr. Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry, get it? Nikhil Harry. Manscaped, kind of funny there, right? Guys, winky, 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 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> New England Patriots, uh, wide receiver, rookie last season, didn't really do all that much due to the fact that he ended up getting hurt six foot two 228 pounds out of Arizona in was a first round pick now I know it talked about how Damian Harris how the Patriots are kind of iffy they don't really give a fuck where you've been drafted but I never really see them draft a wide receiver early in the draft normally they just bring in some random ass lacrosse player from some random d2 college and this guy's scoring three touchdowns in the super bowl that's normally what happens Nikhil harry bill belichick drafted him early why because he saw something in him Nikhil harry looked very good out of college from arizona state just obviously didn't get the opportunity last year to dominate like i believe he personally can in 2020 4.53 40 yard dash 56 percentile 90th percentile speed score 78th percentile burst score 38th percentile jody score and an 81st percentile catch radius now early reports out of camp were that Nikhil. Nikil Harry was sucking major wee-wee. He was looking god-awful, but now reports of that he's starting to look good. Monday was easily Nikhil Harry's best practice of camp. What the article said was after a rookie season slowed down by injuries, it was a bit concerning that Harry recently missed a few practices with an undisclosed issue. But on Sunday, he returned to the field and put a stamp on Monday's practice. This Patriot list is 22 years old. I already read all that stuff. In any case, Harry has the size and ability to go up and snag contested throws, blah, 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 blah. Going to do some red zone damage and could have an expanded role, obviously, in this New England Patriots offense, like I believe he will. We saw him in the summer before training camp actually happened. Go ahead and went out there and practiced with Cam Newton. So him and Cam Newton obviously have a pretty good connection uh, already due to that. And I really think the wide receiver two in New England could be dangerous considering this team will probably end up being very good again. And with their defense not being so hot, Not being so hot maybe will result in later in the games having to throw the ball. But even with the uh, not-so-hot defense, they'll probably end up being amazing anyway. So that's probably just a lie. Considering the Patriots' defense just always seems to be very good. So Nikhil Harry, wide receiver of the New England Patriots. ADP, wide receiver number 62 right now off the board. Pick 170 and round number 15. None of Nikhil's Harry stats look sexy at all. The only reason why I really brought him up was due to the fact that the guy seemed like he was going to be very dominant out of college. As well as the fact that he seemed like he was playing very well in practice yesterday. and I think if he continues to string a bunch of good practices together he could really move up the draft boards last year finished as wide receiver it's as easy as ABC wide receiver one two three in 2019 wide receiver 123 that is so awful that might scare you away but don't fret because Tampa Bay Tom Brady just doesn't throw the ball to you unless you guys have that fucking chemistry like oxygen to uh hydrogen to make fucking you know what I don't think that's how you make oxygen. I just made a fool out of myself. It's like H2O... I don't know, whatever it is, but wide receiver number 123 in 2019 in seven games. I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm a fantasy analyst. 5.6 PPR points per game, 24 targets, 12 receptions, 105 receiving yards, two touchdowns, three red zone receptions, and 9.60 target share in that offense. So obviously, none of those numbers are going to make you want to fucking blow your load straight onto the screen when you draft a kill, Harry. But I personally believe the player is much better than these stats. And I think well, he will have a breakout year in 2020 in New England. His um, efficiency stats are also not super good. yards per reception, 4.4 yards per target, 83.30% catchable target rate, and a 14.30% contested catch rate. But I think coming into the year pretty much fully healthy, Nikhil Harry will be able to have a much better season than his rookie campaign in 2019. Now, on to the final player of the video, and that is quarterback Gardner Minshew. The Minshew Mania Gardner Minshew, Jacksonville Jaguar quarterback, FFPC ADP 151.85, 6'1, 225 pounds out of Washington State, 24. 24- Point three years old now everyone knows Gardner Minshew that's this is the motherfucker with the sick mustache who came out of nowhere last season nine inch Nick Falls goes down in game one and out of nowhere arises this man with the sickest mustache you've ever seen he comes into the game and he plays good and then continues to have a very solid rest of the season. Obviously, at some point, he gets pulled for Big Dick Nick, and then he ends up not looking too hot, and then he gets hot again after he's been playing, so I think if we give Gardner Minshew a whole season of him being that guy, Gardner Minshew could really tear it up, being one of the latest quarterbacks drafted in fantasy football. His 40-yard dash is atrocious. 4.97. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady could lap that speed, but the guy is much faster than that, considering he does get out of the pocket and looks very good out there. 77th percentile burst score, 39th percentile Jody score 38th percentile throw velocity but Gardner Minshew is wicked fucking smart 42nd percentile Wunderlich score for the Gardner Minshew God so Gardner Minshew quarterback 25 off the board right now pick 169 very nice round 15 Gardner Minshew last year played in 14 games not really 14 games because he was kind of in some games and then thrown out kind of a shit show for Gardner Minshew but at the end of the day he played some games and he played pretty well in those games 15.9 points per game, ranking 19th at the quarterback position, 470 uh, passing attempts, 33.6 per game, which is very good. You want a guy throwing the ball almost 500 plus times, which we're going to talk about his pace after this, how many pass attempts pace he was at last season, 20th at quarterback, uh, 3,271 passing yards, 233.6 per game, ranking 20th at quarterback, 21 passing touchdowns at a 4.5% rate, 19th at quarterback, so nothing absurd at the quarterback uh, passing touchdown rate. If it's around five, that's pretty normal if he threw like a fucking 9% that's crazy if he threw a 2% you expect it to go up I would expect Gardner Minshew to be around a 4.5 to 5.5% rate on average touchdown guy not the most special quarterback talent in the NFL but a pretty average quarterback who I think has a lot of potential fantasy football wise now you might be wondering Nick you might have called this guy an average NFL quarterback why is he so good for fantasy football that's the 67 carries six that quarterback In 14 games, 344 rushing yards, fifth at quarterback, and only zero rushing touchdowns. This motherfucker did not crawl into the end zone somehow in the rushing attempts. Just like with Leonard Fournette, we saw no rushing touchdowns go their way. I think the script completely flips in 2020, and both of those guys find the end zone much more in 2020. I think giving Gardner Minshew the full 16-game slate could prove to be dangerous for fantasy football in 2020. I am very much on Gardner Minshew walk for fantasy football in 2020, and like Like I said, we're going to talk about a pace. He was on pace for 557 passing attempts last season. That is very, very high, and the Jaguars' defense is not very good. It's no longer the Saxonville Jaguars. They are the local JV high school football team Jaguars. Their defense is going to get curb stomped. Bang, 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 straight to the fucking dome. Their defense is going to get knocked the fuck out like John Jones style what he did to Daniel Cormier that one time and he made Daniel Cormier cry. That's what Gardner Minshew is going to, that's what the defense is going to happen to. They're going to be getting fucked up, they're going to be getting screwed over, and Gardner Minshew is going to arise up and play well and I think Gardner Minshew getting all those extra pass attempts because they're going to be down is going to be very good for Gardner Minshew. Shout out to former Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Blake Bortles who wouldn't do shit for the first three quarters and magically finish as a top 10 quarterback on the week because the defense was so bad the first couple of years of Blake Bortles' career. Shout out to him, the boat. Thank you guys all for watching this video if you ended up enjoying please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below i love each and every single one of you motherfuckers check out manscaped down below make sure your balls are looking a goddamn one i love each and every single one of you guys code notorious at checkout on manscaped 20 percent off plus free shipping check out the patreon as well i love you all and i'll see you guys later with yet another banger of a video good boy